Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Today we're going to be talking about um, glorifying the Lord with me. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about glorifying God and um, I was writing some stuff down uh, and talking to people about glorifying God. I was just coming up in the conversation and, and uh, it, it's, it's good to talk about God with your friends. It's good to talk about God with people, you know, like, let's talk about God together because it's great sharing that. We can, we can be a Christian and, and, and not discuss it as much as we should. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do that sometimes where I'm like, oh, I haven't even spoken about God today. Like, it's weak. <laughs> it can come and go quickly, right? Sometimes we've got to be purposeful about it and actually bringing God up in our family or, or talking about him and, and, and saying some of the good things he's done. If I have any stains on my pants, you can blame my five-year-old son. Uh, he was very um, expressive with his communion cup today. <laughs> he was expressing. Another person is expressing is our pastor, uh, Pastor Stephen and Pastor Kyle. She is. Um, but Pastor Stephen does. Has anyone listened to the podcast on our website? Yeah. We've got podcasts here. Awesome. If you're listening to the website, you have the amazing opportunity to listen to our pastor in like uh, 1.25 speed or 1.5. It is amazing. You've got to try it. I was listening to it. Oh, slow down. Yes. I was listening to it um, last night and I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> listening to my brother just talking it one and a half times. Which is usually me after a coffee. Which my, my son gave to me before and I said, this is dangerous. Don't give me coffee now because I have to speak and I'll be fast. I'll be fast. So I slow down. Um, cool. So glorify the Lord with me. In, in Psalm 34, uh, verses 1 to 3, there's a great, great verse that says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes boasts in the Lord. The humble and the downtrodden will hear it and rejoice. That's actually the boast that, that he's making about God. Um, it's good to say things good about God because people who are downtrodden and need it will hear good things. Is that great? So let, oh magnify, let's glorify the Lord with me and let, lift, let us lift up his name together uh, who's, who's been heeding our pastor's uh, instruction or, or prompting of listening to Shane and Shane, uh, volume two, him, isn't it Psalms volume two? <laughs> um, this, they actually have one on Psalm 34 and it, yeah, uh, let's magnify, let's glorify or, or let us glorify the Lord with me. It says, let us lift up his name together. Like, so it's actually lifting up the nature and the character uh, and the authority of God, glorifying him in, in what we do through our lives, in, in every day. And that's what I'm talking about today. It's, it's good for us to glorify God. So I've heard people say that, like, why does God need so much of our praise? Why does he need our, our glory to, for us to glorify him? Um, well, the answer is he, he doesn't need it. I think you probably know that. He doesn't actually need our praise. Um, he doesn't even need us, but he likes us. He likes you a lot. Uh, he, he thinks you're pretty good. And he likes to hear you praise him. And that's it's actually something that he, he desires. It's, it's a good thing. And not just because it's good for his, his heart and it validates who he is or it fills a void that he needs filling, because he doesn't. He, he existed before you, be, you existed, um, before you were around, before any of us were around. He existed. It's, it says in Psalm 50, it said, you know, you, you do all these things and I keep silent. Um, he's talking about people sinning and just going about their lives. He's, he says, you thought that I was just like you, but I'm not like you. I'm, I'm different to you. And in Acts 17, it says, God isn't served by human hands like he needs anything. 
he actually, we need him. We, we exist uh, for him. Um, and our praise and glory that we give to him is, is something that he's due because he, he breathed life into us, into Adam, the first man. He breathed life. He breathed spirit in him. And, he, and, and as you're being formed in your mother's womb, I like to think that he breathed life into us as well. Maybe as you're born, that first breath you take, God's breathing into you. And, and that breath that he's given you, that spirit that he's given you, uh, is his. Like Frank's talking about, the whole, the whole world is God's. It's all God's. This is, this is all God's. The world, actually, I think he said that at the nine, but that's cool. Uh, the whole world is his. So what, what do we really have? Well, it's a bit scary for people who what they have actually makes up who they are. But what we have is his. And so, so the, the breath that we have is to give him glory because yeah. the universe exists to bring glory to God. I don't know if you've noticed that, but, but we live on this amazing little rock that is just perfectly situated, rotating around an amazing sun, uh, star, but it's just like within the perfect distance, the Goldilocks zone, they call it. It's not, it's the God zone, right? So it's, we're made to exist to spin around the star and, and we are, this is just perfect. It's perfect because God's made it perfect. It, it just describes how amazing he is. So we should do the same. He's put his breath in us, so that breath needs to return to him, glorifying him, right? So that's what we're talking about this morning. That's what I'm talking about and you have to listen. I like it when you say jokes that people think they have to laugh. To. Although it doesn't always work for Pastor Stephen. He'll say a joke and he's like, it's funny. <laughs> so God receives the glory for us because it's actually his in the first place. But glorifying him uh, is more than just a Sunday thing. So you can, you can be here at church. Yes, I'll, uh, they, they call, some people talk about the service as being going to worship, um, which it is. We do worship God. But we worship him through our whole week, don't we? We, we? we glorify him with our whole... We actually glorify him with our breath. By merely existing, you are glorifying God. My dog glorifies God. I know Pastor Steve talks about his dog, but my dog is, is, is just as crazy as his dogs. I don't know why he chooses the nighttime to want to be padded, but sometimes I'll wake up and he's like, ooh, ooh, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Get up and hit him. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> just have him say, stop that. But... He's still glorifying God, even in those annoying times. I'm sure I can be annoying to God. I don't know about you. You probably not, but I might be annoying to God. But He loves us, and He, and He, by us existing, we glorify Him. But there are other ways we can do it. So in in Psalms 50, um, it talks about uh, how we can glorify Him in our praise. So as we go through some of these things that I'm talking about, glorifying God, would you? Will you think about glorifying God with me through this, through this week? Will you think about glorifying God and taking these ideas through your week and through your month, through your year, through your life and glorifying God? Because we, we have a great, oh man, you, our purpose is to get close to God, right? To learn who he is, but it's, also, it's to glorify him, to bring him glory because that's the purpose of the universe is just speaks the glory of God. So let's do that through our week. Will you do that with me? Excellent. All right, so we can offer it in praise. Um, so Psalm 50 verse 23 says, He who offers sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving honours me. And to him who orders his way rightly, who follows the way that I show him, I shall show the salvation of God. I love that, that in our glorification, in, in our seeing glory to God, 
there's actually a payoff to us. I don't know if you've noticed that, but you could be in, in, a, in a situation where things are, are tough or, or you're just going through something and, and you start singing and talking about the goodness of God. Things can change pretty quickly. Uh, or you could be going through temptation and, and you go, no, I'm just going to say, you know, go back to the Bible, read, recite a verse that you've remembered in Sunday school or something like that. And, and speaking God and speaking the goodness of God can change your situation pretty quickly. It can change your perspective. It changes how we look at things. It takes our focus off of what is really not as important as him. It puts us our eyes onto what is really important through times where it's tough. We can praise God. We can glorify him. And, and in that, it's what we need. Because <laughs> it's what we're built for too. We're built to glorify God because we have breath. Let's give it back to him. So we can glorify him in praise. And that's what we do on Sundays, don't we? Crack on the music as you're driving your car, praising God. Good thing to do. It's good to glorify God. You could be reading the Word, speaking out His Bible and His Scriptures, and you're glorifying God just by the atmosphere and what you're saying around you. And it's good for us. It's good for our bodies. It's good for our mind. It's good for our soul, our spirit. It lifts us up. Does anybody agree with me on that? Because it does. It changes our perspective. And... I've been through stuff and I've not spoken goodness of God and I've been through stuff and I have and I know there's a difference between that. I know my eyes get put on the right thing. Does anybody else agree with me on that? Set your focus on what is good. Speak what is good and the goodness comes into your life. There is, there is no denying it. Uh, okay, so we can glorify <laughs> Will you glorify him? I really like this, this statement of, of Psalm 34. It says, Come, let us glorify God together. How, how cool is that through this week? We can be united. So we don't have to be together to be united. We can actually be united in our glorification of Jesus and who he is. Glorifying God, giving glory to him. We can be united here, there, everywhere, all over. Pastor Stephen and Kylie are glorifying Jesus and God over in Africa right now. We can be united in that. How cool is that? Because being united with one another isn't always in the same place. Cool. So we can glorify him in our fruitfulness as well. So will you glorify God in your fruitfulness with me? In John 15, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he talks about being, I'm the vine, you're the branches. You can't do anything unless you're connected to me. But when you do connect with me and you abide with me in this, in this living, you actually produce, you can produce fruit. And my father is glorified and honoured by this when you bear much fruit. And you prove yourselves to be my true disciples. And in, in John 13, he talks about uh, them. I give you a new command to love each other the same way that I loved you. Love each other with that same love. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. I say that because he talks about you prove yourself to be my disciple with your fruitfulness and loving and caring, being fruitful in, in not just producing something out of your life, although. What that is could be your family, produce what you've got in your children, what you've got in your workplace, what you do with your hands, what you do with your life, how you produce fruit in your life. Get that to glorify God. Why can't we can we can look at that and go, God, how can I glorify you with, with my fruitfulness? How can I glorify you with my life? We can do things like this. You can actually talk to God and the Holy Spirit, and He will say to you, Let's do this. Sam has a great Sam. Sam's probably here somewhere. Can I? No, that's okay. Sam, Sam Spari. Went off on a tangent. 
Sam says this. He says, what's next, God? And I'm not sure where he got that from, but it really sparked something in me. He says, all right, God, what's next? And he'll go off the leading of the Holy Spirit. What's next? What can I do next? How can I bring glory to you in this thing? Where do you want to lead me, Holy Spirit? And I know by being led by the Holy Spirit, you're going to be fruitful, but you're also going to bring glory to God in that. Cool? All right. Here's a great one. We can also give glory to him in our suffering. Woohoo! Um, yay, suffering team. Okay, so... <laughs> suffragettes. Suffer... That's the females, weren't they? They were the suffragettes. What are the guys then? They don't have a team. That's okay. Suffering... <laughs> okay. So in 1, 1 Peter chapter 4, um, Peter's talking about uh, if you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Hmm. So this is actually someone, if you are being mistreated because you follow God and you, you say, Jesus is my Lord and I will follow, I'm after the, the teachings of Jesus, I'm all in God, then you may be made fun of, you may be given a hard time, you may be looked upon in a negative way. People may um, show you disrespect. They may speak bad at you. They may do things to you. But it actually says that uh, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. That sounds pretty good to me. But if anyone, and in verse 16 it says, but if anyone suffers as a Christian, he's not to be ashamed. So there's no shame in this. So if someone's making fun of you, don't feel shame through this, but it's actually to glorify God in this name, this, this anointed name of Jesus. Because you're a Christian, you're, you're actually suffering it because of Jesus, and it brings glory to Jesus. Crazy, crazy. But you can glorify God through your suffering. So through this hard time that you may be experiencing from friends, family, workplace, whatever it might be, you, it could actually be, God, I want this to bring you glory. I don't want to just be suffering that people make fun of me because of you, I want this to be for your glory. If you do that, watch the situation change. And even if it doesn't, I don't care. It's bringing glory to God. It is bringing glory to God. And you may be even just going through a tough time in life. You can bring glory to God even through that suffering, even through that tough time, that tough situation, that the situation is right in front of you and the problems that are there, you can go through that suffering and still give glory to God. You don't have to just survive through it. I just, God, just help me survive through this. That's okay to pray that, but why not say, God, how can I give you glory through this thing? It may even be something you're going through because of something silly you've done, right? You may be facing a court case. You may be facing some kind of reprimand at work. But why not take that and go, God, I've messed up because we were all messed up at one stage and God grabbed us and said, and we said yes, so he can turn that situation into something good. Why can't we say, God, would you help me turn this suffering, this problem that I'm going through, for your glory? I want this to bring glory to you. I know I messed up. I know I've made a mistake. But I want to bring glory to you through this. I want this to turn around. Yeah. Do you think you could do that? Do you think we could make that? Would that help your situation? Oh, yes. Yes. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, um, it says... Uh, all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to, to the glory of God. So any, anything could be going... This is anything, right? Things, what Jesus went through is actually to your benefit. 
Uh, he's talking about there before they was talking about how Jesus was raised from the dead, um, and how we can now live a life in Him. This is all for our benefit, so that the grace is reaching more and more people, and it just causes more thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. This going through perseverance, going through suffering, going through troubles can actually bring glory to God. Instead of just bringing glory to, to the problem, bringing glory to, to whatever it is you're facing, you can bring glory to God. Yeah. Sounds good? Yeah. I think so. Sweet. Through all of these things, I'm just going to remind you of that Psalm 34, that let us lift up his name together. So in all these things, we can bring glory to God if we're lifting up his nature, his character, and his authority. To remember who God is through this. That, like His name, when we sing praise to the name of Jesus, it's actually the character of Jesus, the personality of Jesus, who he is, his name, and his authority. Let's do that. I think if we take that everywhere we go, that is something that can change our world. So will you give glory to God through your giving as well? In, uh, in 2 Corinthians, Paul's talking to, to the Corinthians and um, he's speaking about how they're giving a gift um, to some Christians that are in need and he's talking about how they're preparing it. He says, um, in, in carrying out this social relief work, which is this gift that you're giving, it involves far more than just helping the bare needs of poor Christians. It's also producing an abundant and bountiful thanksgiving to God. Now, I don't know about you, but when you give a gift to someone... What do they normally do? Here's this is for you. Thanks. So people may not know that you're giving to them. Sorry, let's rewind. When we're talking about giving, not just talking about tithes on a Sunday, although that's giving as well, because that's his, any that's for giving to God. But what about giving through the week? What about something that God puts on your heart and you're like, oh, I'd like to give to for that person. I'd like to give some of my time for that person. I'd like to give a compliment to that person. Something sparks an idea in your mind and you go, I want to do that. That's giving glory to God. Even though they know that you did it or not, you may have paid for someone's petrol. I tried to do that yesterday. I tried to pay for someone's petrol, but the guy was too fast. I was like, and I'm like, I don't have my credit cards. I've only got my phone. I was paying for it on my phone and I make up all the excuses. I know, I could have done better. But anyway, like, <laughs> so we can give. Even if the people don't know, you're giving glory to God. Giving of your time. Giving of who you are. We can give to give glory to God. (laughs) My daughter's just crushed a cup on the front row. God gave to us. Let's give to others. Let's glorify him through our giving. You can also glorify God through your body. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6... um, another Corinthians. There you go. I've got a lot of Corinthians verses here. Uh, Paul's talking about fleeing immorality because it's to do with inside of who you are. It's actually, it can affect, it says that all the other sins you can commit are outside the body, but the immoral sin is against your own body. Or don't you know that your body is actually the temple of the Holy Spirit that's in you, whom you have from God and that you're not actually your own anymore because you have been bought with a price. So let's glorify God in your body. Have you ever thought about the idea that you're the temple of the Holy Spirit? You're the temple of God. So if you you accept God and you say, I want to follow you, Jesus, and I want to follow your teachings, you are now, the Bible talks about you being, God talks about you being the temple 
of his Holy Spirit. So the place where God can indwells, indwells, that's a great word, where the God God, let's start again. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you think about the temple in the Old Testament, there was an inner room, an area where the Ark of the Covenant was. It was the Holy of Holies. So this was a place where it was set apart and anything that entered into that area had to be completely free of sin. No sin could go into that room. If, it, if the high priest that went into that room carried all his, had his bells on his thing and he had a rope on his leg, because if he carried sin into that room, dead, they drag him out. So don't hear the bells ring anymore. It's like time to drag the body out because they could, sin can't go into that place. It, it, he had to be consecrated. He had to go through these processes of purifying who he was just to be in that holy of holies. The reason why I'm saying all that is because you are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are now the temple of his spirit. So that holy of holies is now in you. Oh, wait a second. You can't say that because I know what I've done. I know what I've done too. But the Bible says you are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that holy of holies, that sin-free place where no sin can go, is now in you. You now have that inside of you. Wait a second, so you're saying that there is no sin in me? Well, if God has forgiven you of all your sin, there is no sin inside of you. If Jesus died for all your sin, like Zach said, what you've done, what you will do, what you could ever do, what all of us have ever done has all been dealt with. If we approach God and say, forgive me, wash clean, done. So that holy of holies is now inside of you. So you have no sin inside of you. You, you can actually live like that. Does that sound cool to you? It blew my mind when I was thinking about that. Like, the Israelites... Um, through uh, the book of Samuel, they mistreated the, the Ark of the Covenant. They, they thought it was some kind of you know, winning talisman they could take with them into battle. And go, they lost. and said, let's bring the Ark of the Covenant here. It's worked before. Let's bring God with us. It didn't work for them. In fact, it worked against them and they ended up losing the Ark of the Covenant to, to the Philistines. And, but that's not what we're talking about. You, you can actually have a holy relationship with God where he can come to you and live in your life in that holy of holies. So you can actually live a life that's free from this immorality. You can honour and glorify God with a life that is free from immorality. And that can be a tough thing because I know it can be hard when we have sin of a sexual nature in our lives. Immorality, that's tough because I, I know when you make decisions like that, it's, it's in here. It's in here. And it's in here. <laughs> and you remember it. And you remember it. But God's saying that you can actually have, you can glorify me because you've been bought with a price. So if you've been bought with that price, what's happened is gone. And you can every day, every moment right now say, that's it. I'm now, uh, uh, that immorality, it's finished with. I'm not going to do that anymore. And I've said that before and then found myself doing it again, okay, in the past. I've been like, no, yes. <laughs> but that's okay because you can then say no and, and, then, and then no. And if, if it happens and keeps happening, you can say no. And if, if it's a habit or a cycle in your life, you can say, no, I'm not going to keep doing this. This is going to change in my life because I know, I know what happens in, in my head and if you're anything like me, I'll be keeping on telling myself it's just going to keep happening. It's just going to keep happening. I can't avoid this. I can't break this. Start saying, yes, I can. Yeah. 
Yes, I will. This is going to change in my life. This is not going to stay because I will. I've been bought with a price, so I'm going to glorify God in my body. I am going to glorify God in my body. How else can we glorify God? It's in our service. So all these, yes, all these things are kind of services, but with our gifts, with our praise, but honouring God through the people around us. In 1 Peter chapter 4, um, he says, "Stay wide." This is the message version. Stay wide awake in prayer. Most of all, love each other as if your life depends on it, because love is going to make up for practically anything. Be quick to give a meal to the hungry, a bed to the homeless. Be cheerful. Be generous with the different things that God gave you. Those gifts God's given you, what you're good at, what you do well, and you think, doesn't everyone, isn't everyone able to do this really well? God's given you a gift. It's your gift. You can use it to glorify Him. So be generous. Passing them around so that all get in on it. If it's to speak words, then let it be God's words. If it's to help others, then let it be God's great, hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus, and He'll get the credit as, is, as He's the mighty one in everything. So He gets the credit when we do things for people around us. He gets the credit. It's okay if they say thank you to you. Let's glorify Him through it. Let's glorify God through it. Because in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, it says, Live honorable lives as you mix with unbelievers. Just as you go about your day, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, even though the accused. Sorry, even though they may accuse you of being evildoers, they may accuse you of having an agenda, they may accuse you of doing it just because you're a Christian, doesn't matter. Live honourable lives, for they will see the beautiful works, your beautiful works, it says, and have reason to glorify God in the day that he visits us. That means that, that you doing these good things to those people will actually bring about them glorifying God in the day he comes. When I think about that, I think that our good works for others around us can lead people to who Jesus is and that love who he is. So your acts of service to others will glorify him. Will you glorify him with me through this week by by giving service to others, by giving to others, whatever it is God has given to you? And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, it says, We constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and that by his power he may bring to fruition every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. We pray this so that the name of him, of our Lord Jesus, may be glorified in you. So, so the, good, the desires for goodness that you have for those around you and every deed that is prompted by your faith in Jesus can glorify him. I love that Paul saying, I pray for you. Let's pray for each other this week that we have those good services, those, those gifts that God's given to us and whatever pops into our mind that we would glorify God through this week. Let's pray for each other. Let's be united in this and let's glorify God together through this week because he said there that this is actually going to change the people around you. Wherever you go, whatever you do, it's going to change your school. It's going to change your work. It's going to change your family. It's going to change you most of all, because you're glorifying God. And the glorifying God feels who we are. God's not like us. He doesn't need it, but we need it. We need to glorify him so that his glory fills us and it changes who we are. In 1 Corinthians 7, I know I'm throwing a lot of verses at you, but God's word is good. It's encouraging to us. It's encouraging us that we can give this service and glorify him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 
verse 31. Paul's talking about how we don't need to be hung up on what we eat anymore. This is the, like the Hebrew nation doesn't need to because he says you can eat your meals hardly, not worrying about what other people say about you. You're actually eating to God's glory. You're not, you're not eating to please them. As a matter of fact, why don't we do everything this way? Why don't we do everything hardly and freely to give God glory? Why don't we do this? Why don't we ex- and at the same time, don't be callous in your freedom. Man, don't be callous in your exercising your freedom and stepping on the toes of others who aren't as free as you. Let's be wary that we're not stepping on other people's toes just be- because we can do things. He's saying that to the, to the Jewish people because it will offend others. It will actually offend them. So, But let's give glory to God. Let's give freely. Let's not hold back. Let's do everything. In another verse it says, in, in everything you do, whether you eat or drink, in thought, in deed, so in action, in what you think, let's give glory to God. Because we can. You can. We can all do this. So would you do that with me? Would you glorify the Lord with me through this week? Would you glorify him and would you bring praise to his name, his character, his authority, who he is through what you do? It may be in your body, it may be in service, it may be in your giving, it may be in your praise and what you do. Let's give glory to him. Let's glorify the Lord together. I don't know if you've been listening to any of the... I'm over time. Yeah, minus three minutes. <laughs> Has anyone been listening to the to any of the new songs from Hillsong? Man, um, what is the? I can't think of the name of it because I didn't write it down here. Um, Love me as you found me. Is that what it is? As you find me, as you find me. I don't know how. Well, I know because I listen to the Spirit of God. But every time I listen to some of Hillsong's new albums, I go, Wow, they're really they're really on that. They're really on point with what I'm feeling. They're really on point. So um, listen to it because the words in here, um, in verse 3 it says, um, to think that your glory needs my praises. But if this borrowed breath of yours is yours, Lord, then take it all. So God's, God's praise, his glory is his. Let's give it to him freely through this week. All right. Would you guys stand with me? I just want to pray. Father, I thank you for what you've spoken to us. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father, you're not like me. You don't need to be filled up. You don't need to be glorified just to feel something inside of you or to, for gratification or, or, or to fill a void. You're God and you're complete. But you love me. And my praise that I give to you and the glory that I give to you, you're worthy of it, God. It's yours anyway, so I give it to you freely. Teach us through this week, Holy Spirit, as we go through each week, each day, that we will give glory to you in all the areas. Holy Spirit, I know you speak in each person here. I know you've spoken something special to each of our lives. And the words that I've said mean something special to each of us because they're your words, God. And I'm just aware that there may be some people here 
that are finding it hard through some of the things I've said. It may be sexual immorality. It may be in our praise. Maybe in different areas. There may be something in your life that you feel is in the way of you glorifying God. You feel you can't glorify God or you feel that there is a blockage. It doesn't have to be. And in fact, that can be gone right now. So can we all reach our hands out just like we're receiving something? And if that's you, I want everyone to do this so that you don't feel like you've been pointed out. But if that's you, would you give that to God? Say, God, I, I, I can't get past this. I can't get past this by myself. Would you help me? And Father, I thank you that you have the power to overcome any problem in our life. You have the authority to overcome every problem. And if we open our lives to you, if we open the door to you, you come into our lives and you have a meal with us and you change it. So I thank you that that area is changed right now. Whether it's the complete change that we see or whether it's the start of a journey, I thank you, Father, that it starts right now. It starts right now. Let there be change beginning in that life right now. Thank you that we can glorify you, Father. Thank you that we can. Thank you for the honour and the privilege of glorifying you. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters in this family. That we can unite and glorify you through our days. Thank you, Father. Thanks for joining today. It would be so awesome to see you at church this Sunday. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website riveredgechurch.com.au